0: this is cody ray miller and you're listening to the dude fuel podcast and welcome to the Dude Fuel podcast today. A little snippet out of this wonderful, strange, mysterious book that I've talked about previously on the podcast. The one that just randomly appeared in my mailbox so many years ago. And if you haven't heard me talk about it, then go back and listen to the podcast episode called uh, The Mystery Books or Mysterious Books. Um, I talked about that previously. But in this book, which is called Improving Your Serve, um, I found two things that I want to share with you today. The first is this sort of selfishness period. Pyramid, (laughs) and it's a selfishness pyramid because of the way it appears on paper each word is a little bit longer than the last and each spans a new line so that it creates a little bit of a pyramid on the page the selfishness pyramid goes like this I me mine myself when we are so focused on I me mine and myself We neglect other people, we neglect those who are around us. We're completely absorbed on ourselves. We're focused on ourselves, and that's just called being selfish. And I'm not talking about the kind of selfishness that is required, I've also talked about this on a previous podcast, that there is some level of selfishness that is required for self-preservation. Like to keep ourselves alive, we have to be a little selfish and say, hey, I'm going to eat food, okay? I'm gonna do that for me so that I can stay alive. That's something I'm doing for myself, of course. So I'm not talking about that level of selfishness. I'm talking about a gross level of selfishness that I think has infiltrated our society, and I will admit and confess, has infiltrated my own heart very much, so that we are quite consistently focused on I, me, mine, and myself. And the opposite of this is having the heart of a servant and doing the work of a servant. And I want to paint this picture for you today of what it means to be a servant. I'm not here to justify to you today that you should be a servant, although I think you already know that. Like, I think buried within us, we know that we should be serving other people. We might not know why, and we certainly might kick against it and fight against it and not want to do it, but I think... All of us, at least those of us who aren't psychopaths, we feel a level of empathy with other humans that drives us at a very foundational, I would say perhaps even primal level, to want to get involved and do something in this universe to help them. I think that, I believe that that's that's the default. And there have been studies actually done, scientific studies done on this subject, which seem to confirm this that people are actually not um, not this type of selfish by nature. Again, we have that level of selfishness um, to keep ourselves alive, but that there is a level of altruism that is in us by default. So there have been research studies that have actually looked into this, and you can Google them, you can look for them. I think it's very interesting. Um, I don't have a specific one in mind, but when I was diving into this subject some months ago, um, You know, it seems to be that the scientific answer to this question, are we basically good, or are we basically evil, or perhaps I I should speak of this in less moral terms and just say, are we inherently selfish creatures, or are we inherently altruistic? Um, The scientific studies show that we are inherently altruistic, or so it appears. And so this picture that I'm going to paint for you here, which really the book is going to paint for you, it's another quote out of here, Mm -hmm. I think is a view of a healthy individual. Not that this is something that you need to create or fabricate, but that I think it's something that you already have at your core as an individual. And the only thing I believe you need to do is to foster it, to cultivate it, to create the right environment so that it can rise up out of you so that you can serve others. So here's the picture um, that is the complete antithesis of the I, me, mine, and myself Uh, Selfishness pyramid. Uh, They actually call it the monument, (laughs) monument to the self, um, in the book Improving Your Serve by uh, Chuck Swindoll. Here's the picture of a servant. Not a getter, but a giver. Not one who holds a grudge, but a forgiver. Not one who keeps score, but a forgetter. Not a superstar, (laughs) but a servant. Right? this is the complete opposite <clears throat> of the selfishness pyramid. And again, I, I just, I don't want anybody to take this out of context. When it says not a getter, but a giver, It doesn't mean that you give yourself away, you give everything away to the point that you lose your life. We all have to get certain things in order to stay alive, right? We all need, we need shelter, we need clothing, we need food, we need water. These are things that we need in order to survive, and it doesn't make us a selfish person to take care of those genuine needs. But when we identify ourselves as a getter, somebody who's always acquiring, somebody who's always receiving, then we miss out, I think, on the blessing of being a giver, somebody who gives to the world. And I believe, and you, you might think that this is naive, head in the clouds, maybe it is. But I believe, truly, that if we are givers, If we give amazing things to the world, I believe in most cases, I can't say in every case and I won't speak in absolutes, but I believe in most cases we will receive more than enough in return. Just think about people who have brought incredible things to our world. Think about an Elon Musk. Does Elon Musk deserve his wealth? You bet he does. Look at all that he has brought to the world, and um, you know. Again, I hear people who want to be contentious and they want to talk about um, Elon's involvement in PayPal and that, that wasn't really his work or his doing what. none of that matters. What I'm telling you is the man has brought incredible things to the world, even just with his vision for rapid high-speed transit across the United States, even in his, uh, you know, vision for space travel and exploration and colonization, um, his vision for um, the automotive industry um, and, and for, you know, having a different kind of impact on the environment with Tesla. Um, The man has done incredible things, and look at all that he's received in return. Now, somebody will say, well, that's anecdotal, and I can point to somebody who has given and given and given and given and given and and has not received nearly as much in return. In fact, I was thinking about this um, just a couple of days ago because, uh, of course, it's the holiday season now and and Christmas is approaching. So I was watching um, one of my favorite holiday movies, maybe my favorite, It's a Wonderful Life. And I was watching it this year, and some new things were um, striking me as I watched it. And and one of them was that, you know, this was a guy, George Bailey was a guy who just gave and gave and gave. And a lot of times he gave up. He gave up on his dream. He gave up on his desires. And, he, and sure, he did it for noble reasons, somewhat begrudgingly sometimes, so that uh, there was some resentment that was born there, sure. But, you know pardon me. If you look at the George Bailey type, he was a giver. And yet he came to, you know, to the end of his rope um, when things didn't go his way. And it looked like maybe he was going to go to jail. His name was going to get dragged through the mud. And it was all going to be completely worthless uh, for nothing. All of his sacrifice, all the things that he put off and that he gave up, it looked like it wasn't going to come to fruition in any sort of positive way and yet uh, um, the movie has that incredible resolve, and I think this is the reason that the movie has stood the test of time, in showing that he actually had received, and then at the very end of the movie would receive, tremendous things. You see, being a giver actually enables you to be a getter at the same time, right? I know that there's somebody out there who has this story of somebody who's just given it away and give you know, given everything they had and 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 they, they they haven't seemed to receive nearly as much. I know that somebody can make that argument. So again, I'm not speaking in absolutes, but I'm telling you that in general I believe that if we will give we will get more than enough in return and that takes a level of trust and faith That I'm not always comfortable with and you might not be either But I would just encourage you to believe that we should be givers rather than getters Okay, so I want want to read this definition uh, one more time or I think of it as a definition of a servant Of a selfless person of somebody who puts others needs ahead of their own not a getter but a giver not one who holds a grudge but a forgiver not one who keeps score but a forgetter not a superstar but a servant and i just want to leave you with this thought here tonight the New England Patriots are playing the Texans. <laughs> Those of you who know me know that I'm I'm quite the football uh, fanatic these days. Um, and, and, you know, I think about the success of the New England Patriots, and I think about the offense, really the whole team, offense and defense that Bill Belichick has put together. And one of the things that stands out to me is really nobody's a superstar. I mean, you can argue that Tom Brady is, but I, I don't think he's a superstar um, I say because he wants to be, I think, it, it, I think it's a natural outgrowth of what he has done. I don't think that it's something that he's necessarily sought. I don't know the guy. I don't know his heart. But what I see when I look at that football team, um, I see a bunch of players who are, are wanting to help their team win. They are team players, truly. And that it's not about the individual person. It's not about the individual player. It's about the team from week to week having success. And that takes a servant's heart it takes a servant's heart to realize that there's something bigger than yourself and that that's what you're pouring into that's what you're working toward that is what's most important and and so to give yourself to that and to give yourself to that wholeheartedly i think is truly the picture of a servant and so i leave you with that thought and that idea of not being a superstar but a servant. Not seeking your own fame and wealth and glorification, but seeking to be a servant and trusting that you'll be sufficiently rewarded in doing that. Um, You know, again, maybe not in every case, but I think more often than not, it is certainly true. And you know what, even if it's not true, even even if you happen to be the servant who doesn't receive anything in return, I think you've still given something incredible to the world. And I think that that is amazing and incredible. And I I would rather be amazing and incredible in my service to the world and to others than to be amazing and incredible like Scrooge was, uh, you know, in my miserliness, in my selfishness, in my self-absorption. I would rather be a blessing to others. I would rather be somebody who served others. So, as always, this podcast is dedicated to you and to your success, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't yet subscribed to the Dude Fuel podcast, I hope you'll consider doing that. I'm Cody Ray Miller. Hey, thanks again for listening, and I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow.